Hey, what's up? How you doing, everybody out there on the internet? Hope you're safe, hope you're well, hope you're ready to take a deep dive in. This is the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joining me is Tyler to talk about the video games. They're happening. At least the announcements of them are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out, oh, no. like... Maybe there isn't as much to show. Maybe, I don't know. If there was an E3 this year, <laughs> it definitely would have been the last one. <laughs> yeah, who knows, but... This... Man. Yeah, I think it's, uh... I mean, yeah, we'll get into details of Summer Game Fest in particular and a couple of the other ones, but... Probably pre uh, pretty indicative of where the industry's at in terms of just uh, development, you know, obviously uh, release calendars a lot lighter for the rest of this year than we're typically used to. So, yeah, yeah, I think that was pretty reflective of it. And a few other things I feel really took the wind out of the sails of this show. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. maybe some of um, maybe maybe some of Jeff Keighley's personal tastes may have gotten in the way of making a better show. Hmm. Particularly how we ended it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, I guess, I mean, very quickly, I have a couple games that I have been playing, but like, I mean, we can get into them like next time. Um, but I have gotten back into Final Fantasy fourteen. They just released the 6.15 uh, patch, which includes the new Beast Tribes. I actually I guess they're not even calling them Beast Tribes anymore. The Tribe tribal quests um and i started those those are cute you run and so they're these elephant people i'm not sure if you've seen them in final fantasy 14 the images you've seen no. online but they're these elephant uh -huh. people and they ride hippo pulled carts um and we're basically doing DoorDash with hippo with the the hippo carts and elephant people it's oh. great. Interesting. They, they started a food delivery service because they used to race the hippo carts, but that's too dangerous. So they have to find a way to, you know, fit into society. So they decided that uh, uh, we can't really haul big cargo with those, these hippo carts, but we can deliver stuff fast. So they they deliver food now. It's great. Interesting. I'm looking at a picture of the, the elephant man. Yeah. Seems interesting. Yeah, they're they're pretty cool. It's a big boy. Yeah. Um There's yeah. also pictures of uh when I looked it up of that elephant dude from like Star Wars. Oh. Okay. I don't know why that came up. <laughs> I don't know either. Um uh, Yeah, I, I've done cool. a little bit of that. I've played some hard space ship breaker. Um got to the got to a tipping point where uh one of our union organizers got fired. Um, oh. It's, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's interesting. It may may not be a well-written story, but it's a pretty cool story, uh, is what I'll say about Hard Space Shipbreaker. I don't, I don't think the characters really, like, they're pretty stereotypical, the characters. Um, there isn't much nuance there. Gotcha. Um, and then I dabbled in Diablo Immortal. Um, not long enough to hit the hard wall I'm hearing about, so I'm not going to talk about it too much until I know what this game turns into. Okay. 
yeah, I, I still haven't had a chance to play it. So, yeah. Um, is the uh, the only thing I'll, I'll say is the gameplay like fun? Is it Diablo on a phone? It is. Um, it's it's a little bit. I don't know. It's a little bit stripped down, obviously. Uh, but you do have mm-hmm. like your skills. Uh, I haven't been playing it on phone. I played it on my computer. I imagine it probably okay. looks better on phone because blowing that up on my monitor, this game looks rough. But maybe it looks fine on on phones. Gotcha. Yeah, it being designed for phones in the first place. But I will say, I had some frames dropping, and I think that might be a network thing, a netcode thing. Because uh, you just see a shit ton of other players on screen. It's weird. Like, they ghost them, and it looks like they're fighting, like, enemies that you can't see. It's weird. Hmm. That is weird. For sure. Um, but yeah, that's that's been my video gaming. What have you been up to? Uh, just a lot of Pokemon, bringing Diamond. Um, got six out of eight badges, and I'm at the point in a Pokemon game where you're about to defeat the bad guy, and the oh. legendary pops up, and just that whole kind of section of, of just about every Pokemon game. Uh, mm. So I, I know I'm getting towards the, uh, the end game uh, with this, so... Uh, yeah, so that's been fine, and uh, I finished Tunic. You finished Tunic? Great. I did. Um, be totally honest with you, I have no idea how someone beats this game without God mode turned on. Uh, the, and it, to me, the only thing that just bothers me about this game somewhat is the combat. Like, the combat's just not, it's not overly exciting, but then it's, you just don't move quick enough. And... You don't roll far enough away from an enemy to attack, and the timing's not as precise as I feel like it should be for a game of this difficulty. Um, but I do think uh, this game's still very much worth playing, even if you have to turn on God Mode. I, I thoroughly enjoyed like playing these levels, and um, I would say other than the combat, this might be my game of the year so far. Like I'm just, I just really, really enjoy just losing myself in this world and the music, and I thought the story was pretty cool. And, and the ending does very much the Legend of Zelda sort of stuff of like, you think you're at the end, then it's like, oh, you have to go find all six of these things, and they're in the world somewhere, and you probably came across them, but you don't remember where they are. And uh, go find them. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. I just want to, like, finish this fucking game. But uh, it, they they do put a little bit of a twist on it, I would say, uh, that does make it kind of interesting because you get to kind of access some, some areas you never were able to before with new abilities. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was overall cool. Uh, there's multiple endings to this game, and I think I got a bad ending... Uh, but the way you can end it is really fascinating, and I looked up the true ending, which in this game you are collecting like manual pages, basically. It kind of teaches you how to play the game, and if you collect all of them, then you can get the the true ending. So, uh, But I did look it up, and I almost wish I did that, because the true ending is actually very, very cool. Um so, yeah, overall, just really, really enjoyed this game. And, man, some of, the, some of these 
late levels were just so so fun to play uh even even you know on god mode when i'm not dying it was just a blast cool yeah that's that's definitely on my list of things to get to um i'm gonna ask and i'm sorry if i've forgotten if you've answered this question what's next what's next on your list to play so i'm gonna finish pokemon um and then i'm not sure uh i i want to play tiny tina's uh so i might play through that kind of knock that out i heard that's like maybe 20 hours long so uh, it's not too bad for a game like that um so i might do that and uh yeah i'm not sure not sure what else there's i have a whole list of shit i have to look at and just decide what i want to do yeah it looks like you're gonna have plenty of time to play it based on what we saw today or didn't see oh, yeah. rather um yeah yeah uh, yeah that's the thing and part part of me is like ah do i jump into something real meaty like i've been really itching to like play like you know old obsidian game like pillars or fallout new vegas like i haven't played either of those games everyone mm. talks about them all the time I'm like, mm. this mm. might be the year to do something like that you know it's just not a whole lot happening yeah all of your elden ring avoidance games uh <laughs> yes <laughs> yes uh, that's fine. Um, before we get into the Summer Game Fest and all the other shows that went on, um, let's just quickly run through some of these other stories that happened throughout our last, between our last recording and now. Tyler, first you have in here, um, this Cyberpunk Edgerunners Netflix series. Um, it's a Netflix anime. It's coming in September. And I just wanted to say fuck you for putting this in here. Um, a, I, I'm not, I'm not really a huge fan of cyberpunk, even just generally as a genre. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of cyberpunk. Um, it can be cool sometimes, but most of the time it's super not cool. Uh, but anime, Tyler, if you if you want to if you're so interested in anime that you need to put anime in the news feed here, I, I can recommend some anime, Tyler. If you want a romantic <laughs> comedy? Go watch uh, Shikimori's Not Just a Cutie. Um, mm. If you want uh, if you want a sports cool sports anime, there's a couple cool sports anime coming out this season. There's Birdie Wing, uh, which is about golf, and there's Aoashi, which is about soccer. Um, if you want cute girls just doing things, doing cute things, you got RPG real estate. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of good anime out there, Tyler. I don't know why you'd just try to fill up my schedule with this trash. Well, considering you're, you're, you're an anime person, I just figured this would be your jam. Maybe this would get you more into cyberpunk. As a Tyler, universe. I just think it's so cute how you think you're the person who's going to introduce me to an anime. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It, I think it is probably better to do something animated with cyberpunk than live action overall. Just feel like you might be able to do more with it. it uh, no, you say that freedom, because it's, it's it's something you can ignore so you don't have to acknowledge cyberpunk. <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, it could end up being, like, really bad and stupid, like, all the Matrix movies except the first one. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, all right. 
let's let's you know we got some hot takes here going on, but I'm just saying it could could be that. So I'm all right with this. Okay. All right. That's enough anime. <laughs> well, maybe yeah. maybe for you, I I could go in for some more anime. <laughs> maybe I'll watch something before I go to bed. Um. All right, let's uh, talk about Bend. They last made Days Gone. Days Gone didn't do well. They're working on a new IP, and they've now changed their logo. Um, yeah, that's about as much as we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seems like they're trying to kind of rebrand themselves a little bit. They did share a little bit of detail on what they're working on with their new IP, and saying that. It'll have multiplayer, and it will build upon the open-world systems of Days Gone. Um, so, you know, oh, Days Gone, uh, just, you know, from everything I read, I didn't fully finish it or anything. It just seemed very bloated. Um, so, one and, and, and all the, you know, kind of horde stuff that they showed off that was like, hey, look at this cool stuff, um, was at the end game. So hopefully they can figure out how to make it a little bit more interesting, I guess, throughout the whole thing. Curious what multiplayer could be. Yeah, yeah maybe they could just, you know, make something that doesn't look like every single other Sony first-party studio game. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, it's hopefully it's something very unique. Because I think that is one problem with Days Gone. It's like, they had Days Gone, and it was like, hey, oh, well, you already had The Last of Us. Why do you need something else like this? Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, definitely, they are sticking out a little bit more with this. But, long ways away, but probably, uh, you know, from the reports that we got of you know, them not getting a Days Gone sequel greenlit or a Resistance game and all the stuff being stuck apparently on Naughty Dog projects um, and not wanting to do that. It seemed like they definitely want to really establish themselves as being up there in the Sony first party uh, stable. And, you know, this rebrand makes sense to do that. All right. Next up, we got a we got a unionization story. Uh, the uh, QA workers or Bioware. Ooh, hmm. They're hmm. It's a okay. It's not at Bioware. It's at Keyword Studios. They're a QA team that there's been contracted to work on Dragon Age, and uh, the QA workers have agreed to form a union. Um, and and uh, it was unanimous. All 16 QA workers agreed. Um, now they're going to enter bargaining. But yeah, this is a this is starting starting to happen now. We're starting, to, and it it kind of makes sense to me that it's happening in the QA departments um, because QA departments are constantly like the most shit on areas of game development because people. The way people perceive their work is absolutely not accurate to uh, what they actually do. So, yeah, uh, this is good news. I hope the they, uh, I hope the bargaining goes well. I hope they, uh, I hope 
Bioware doesn't decide, hey, we're just not going to work with keyword anymore uh, because that I feel like that's something they could do. Um, I don't. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I just yeah this this is cool. Um, this also reminded me to, of another story that I didn't put in the list, but uh, there is kind of like there is stuff bubbling up coming out about uh, the QA team that worked uh, on Fallout seventy six. Um, mm. Apparently, that was like a hell project for the QA team, and I bring this up because I want to say. When did Fallout 76 come out? 2017, 2018? 2018, I think. So in 2018, I was actually considering putting in for for a QA job down in down in Bethesda, Maryland. Um, ah. And I'm glad I didn't, according yeah. to, based on the stories that I've seen about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, that... That does not surprise me at all. I mean, look at any Bethesda project. I'm sure QA is a absolute nightmare on those games. Yeah, and QA for like live service games is a different animal entirely as well. It's a uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, you you take Bethesda's engine and design philosophy and make it a live action game, and that just sounds like an absolute recipe for bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, but so, yeah, yeah, I mean. Back to this, though. I mean, I, I, I think this is, a, this is a good thing. And like you said, uh, we're, I think we're going to see this a lot more with QA. Uh, one thing, too, is, uh, you know, hopefully end up getting paid more. Uh, yeah, absolutely. This is how bad, you know, sometimes think of a video game uh, designers and everything and how they, they typically make some decent money, but the QA testers just do not. And this is a Canadian team and they make 1650 in Canadian dollars which is equivalent to $12.82 in the US which is awful. Yeah, I could especially for something like that. this. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I mean barely anyone can. I mean that's especially with uh inflation and all that stuff. I mean yeah. So hopefully they'll they'll be making some more money here and yeah. This is not the last we'll see of this for sure. Yeah, QA is like traditionally the most undervalued uh, aspect of game development. Um, oh yeah, it isn't just playing games. It, like that's more. That should be more than obvious by now. They aren't just playing games. Um, right. All right. Let's go on to uh, some sales numbers here. Um, Twenty million PlayStation Fives have been sold, <laughs> and Sony says it will ramp up production. I mean. They'll try to ramp up production. Let's be real here. Um, but yeah, I mean, PS5's doing okay. Considering, you know, everything that's going on in the world. The right. PlayStation 5 is doing fine. Yeah. PS5 outsold PS4, I think, in its first year or something. But then it it's fallen behind because of supply and shipping and all that stuff. So it took PS4 15 months or 471 days to hit 20 million took PS5 18 months five and 568 days total to hit 20 but Sony expects to pass PS4 eventually so you know it's it comes down to ultimately supply but then I think they they just got to keep having a banger software lineup yeah and uh I mean 
part of that is obviously that software lineup, and you know we saw on their little PlayStation uh, state of play they they showed off Street Fighter Six. Um, Capcom has more stuff to show. Uh, potentially more Street Fighter Six, more Resident Evil Four remake. Um, but they are. They were not. They did not go today. We will not talk about Capcom show because it hasn't happened yet. It's happening Monday, the day after this podcast releases. Capcom is going to have a roughly thirty-five minute show that's going to take place around uh, six p.m. Eastern time on that Monday. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. I wonder what else Capcom has. It seems like Street Fighter Six and Resident Evil 4 Remake is a pretty strong lineup from them, but there's definitely room for for maybe something else. For maybe maybe something that people have been asking for forever. It's not going to be Dragon's Dogma 2, but I wish it was. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately this showcase is for stuff that's already announced. At least that's what they're saying. Yeah. So unfortunately no, unless that gets announced at the uh, Xbox show. Unless they're lying to us. Or that, yeah. It's been a while since Devil yeah. May Cry, right? Devil May Cry could be a thing that maybe. Yeah, Devil May Cry Five was 2019, I want to say. Yeah, it might be time so. for them to show something about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I yeah, I don't expect too much from this, but there was, you know, we could sit here and talk for a little bit more about showcases that got announced i mean like annapurna announced another one yeah uh, xbox is having another one i mean there's so many that are happening and i don't really expect jack shit from any of them <laughs> unfortunately yeah i mean um, maybe today maybe just xbox. set the tone for that <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean don't get me wrong i mean i would be down to see more uh, game, you know, a uh, solid 10 minute chunk of Resident Evil 4 remake of gameplay or something like that. I'm totally down for that, but mm. overall, not expecting much surprise. Okay. You know what? I'm actually gonna. Hmm, I'm gonna open both of these Summer Game Fest things because I think uh, Fanbyte here actually has it in the order it ran. Um. But yeah, Summer Game Fest happened today. Um, if you notice that your favorite anticipated thing didn't get announced, uh, you can blame Jeff. Uh, Key 3 was a <laughs> failure. Um, yeah. We didn't get anything that we really really didn't know about. Like, it's, uh, it was pretty slim. Um, they opened the yeah, show. And... Oh. Well, I mean, Jeff got out there a day or two ago and was, like, trying to temper expectations, which I think was probably a smart thing to try to do. Yeah, but when because... you do that, but then you announce you announce your event, like, fucking six months in advance. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and so, like, the hype was already completely out of control. Also, because there is no E3, and there really hasn't been a lot of announcements so far this year, so... The hype's already out of control, and then he's trying to temper expectations, and he's just a little too late on that. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Overall, just found the show very okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I'm going to go down this rundown. I think the, the, the little IGN thing that we're pulling from has more details, so if I'm missing anything, uh, go to that. But the rundown here, uh, they showed off Street Fighter Six again. Um 
They showed off Guile uh, in the game. Really good hair. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he's Guile. Game looks good. Uh, yeah. This Street Fighter looks pretty cool. It does. Uh, we got a we act we got a new game announcement, but Tyler, it's in pretty much the same genre as half the games on this list. This uh, space survival horror kind of thing. We got Aliens: yep. Dark Descent, um, which I thought was Callisto Protocol when I first saw it, uh, because I was I was kind of half watching it to be to be honest. I was doing things around the house and watching this, um, but it's an Aliens game. It's a uh, it's coming yeah. next year. Reminds me of that Fire Team Elite game that I think came out last year. It's like, okay, I'm not saying this game could be bad. I know some people like that Fire Team Elite game that came out, but like, dude, I just feel like this is totally missing the point of what Alien is in terms of the movies, especially the original ones. It's like they were not. The second one was an action movie, but. It was like action in a really cool way. I mean, it's not a fucking Left 4 Dead game. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah okay. there weren't I'm fucking xenomorphs running all over the fucking place. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> all right. Uh, but after Aliens, we got Callisto Protocol, which is uh, the game that isn't connected to PUBG anymore. It, I think it looks okay. It looks yeah. a little bit like Dead Space. Yeah, definitely. I think this game looks cool. I'm, I'm down for it. I think it's, yeah, it looks like Dead Space, but it looks like it's doing its own thing uh, to a degree. And I think there's a uh, there's a, a solid market for this game. So looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, looks neat. Uh, we got a pretty long trailer, a gameplay trailer of Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it looks like Call of Duty, man. <laughs> Just, it, it definitely looks like Call of Duty. <laughs> that's that's what I thought. And and while watching it, I kind of zoned out. I'm like, okay, this looks fine. It's Call of Duty. Like, I'm I'm interested in Modern Warfare too. But dude, how many fucking times have we seen gameplay like this from Call of Duty at these showcases? Uh, even going back to the E3s, like, it's always like someone just sneaking around it's a silent stealth mission it's dude like, they're on a tr- they're on a treadmill man they just keep doing yeah. the same thing over and over um and it, yeah exactly it's like okay this is call of duty this isn't anything very new i'm sure it'll be fine and fun and everything but man we've just seen it a lot this is all and yeah it was kind of long i ended up zoning out oh uh, man yeah, the IGN article does not have this at all in order um, because they're skipping some things. Uh, flashback 2 is a thing. It's, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna click play on this because I don't really remember it too much. Um, it's like a side-scroller. He, Jeff said something before he, this trailer played of like it's a PC game that's like 30 years old and I guess they're making a new one. I've never heard of Flashback, to be honest with you, so this was yeah. all new to me. Okay. Uh, then we have Witchfire World, uh, which is an occult FPS. I'm going to say, real quick, out here, um, the d- developer of Witchfire um, 
was prominently pro-gamer gates, so maybe just, maybe just don't give that as much attention because, uh, I don't know. I don't like to see shitty people succeed, to be honest. <laughs> hmm. uh, uh, yeah, I didn't know that about them, but yeah, that's unfortunate to hear, though, because I thought this game looked like it could be okay. Yeah. Um, first-person shooter sort of thing. There are other first-person so. shooters, man. <laughs> that's true. Very true. Especially in this style, for sure. Yeah, honestly, I could just go fucking play Doom. There's going to be one that comes up later that I'm going to ask. I'm going to beg and plead that we and our friend group play together. But when we, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you when we get to that. Um, right. We got another game that kind of looks like the other space survival horror games. Uh, it's called Fort Solus. Um, yeah, it's another, it's another game where you're on like a space station, survival horror shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and to me, this, I'm like, okay, uh, sure. Yeah. It, it's another one of these sort of games. And there, I feel like Jeff really picks these games out a lot. There's always a lot of games like this in his showcases. I'm not saying this could be bad, but I also just felt like I didn't really learn much from this trailer. And it's like, yeah. then it's like a Troy Baker jerk-off fest, and it's like, all right, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And that, that's not where up. it ended either, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the jerk-off fest. Um, but wait, there's more. There's another horror game. It's called Routine. Um, I'm going to open this up real quick. Yeah, it's... Uh, Kind of like an eighty style look to it. Um, let me let me to some of the uh, art here, but yeah, it's a it's a first person shooter horror game set like. Let me see, Let's see where is it set? It's it definitely looked like some sci fi shit, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Mick Gordon's doing the music. Mick Gordon from Doom. Yeah, recent Doom game. So. Yeah, uh, to me, it's another one of those things of like, I I don't know, I just can't get super invested in the, in something like this when it's just a CG trailer and they don't really show much of what the actual game is. Yeah, and I feel like this was another another situation. Yeah. After this, though, we got the Rock. We got a shirtless yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Pretty much looked like a cameo video. He went, like, off, like, I don't think there was a script, to be honest. I think he no. was just, I, I'm pretty sure he was just up there shooting the shit. He was advertising his energy drink, um, talking about Black Adam. I'm not sure he knew that much about Black Adam. He probably had some notes that he might have been looking at in the middle of his talk about Black Adam. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was weird, and it was long, and I'm like, why is this here? Um... I get superhero stuff is, you know, part of nerd culture, video games and all this stuff. I'm like, why? I just, I don't get it, man. It's like the Game Awards, like when we saw like a bunch of fucking trailers for stuff at the Game Awards. Like, like it would have doesn't make sense. Maybe made sense if they like put this up against Marvel or no, that's DC. I for, I keep forgetting Black Adams DC. Shit, my bad. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah. It, the trailer doesn't even look the trailer that he was trying to lead them into does I, I don't 
I don't think Black Adam's going to do very well. I, I, yeah, I thought that trailer just, it just looks corny. I just can't take The Rock seriously in a serious role like that. I just, I don't know why. I just can't, can't do it. After um, Moana, man, you just can't. Yeah. I mean, I, I, even, I mean, even him in The Fast and the Furious, you're kind of just laughing because it's The yeah. Rock. <laughs> exactly. Like, what exactly. the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> To me, even when he tries to play different characters, he always is still kind of the rock. You know, like, I just feel like his character in Jumanji is not too much different than Fast and the Furious. And I don't know, I'm sure I sound crazy to some people, but I just don't think he's that versatile of an actor, I guess. I enjoy watching him, don't get me wrong, but... Yeah, the movie just seems corny. I, I like his energy drink, though. Hmm. Okay. I have some in my fridge right right fucking now. Yeah. All right. All right. It's it's good. It's good. How much it, is it, he, it, um, How much is he paying you right now? Uh, no, no, unfortunately, nothing. <laughs> you know, uh, to me, it's it's an energy drink that is uh, not super sugary, but still can give me an upper. It's you know when I needed some energy. So. Okay. Uh, all right. So we got a, like a few back to back here. Uh, we got your favorite game, Outriders. Um, there's an expansion coming called World Slayer. Um, yep. Got an ad for Fall Guys. Uh, what are these Switch games? It says there were ads for. Uh, Splatoon, Xenoblade. Oh, there was that Mario Strikers one as well. Right. A couple other ones. Capcom. Arcade. Yeah, one of those montages that you kind of forget until, like, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, it's... Yeah. It's there. Um, There's a game called Stormgate. It's an RTS. It's from former Blizzard devs. It looks like a Blizzard game. It's, yeah. I mean, I'm probably not going to play it, if I'm being honest. same. They actually had an indie game at the showcase uh, called High Water World. It's about uh, the climate crisis. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure this game won't be depressing to play at all. <laughs> nope. Unfortunately. Oh, there are some games about depression in that uh Day of the Devs, I'll tell you. (laughs) We'll get to it. Um, There's a game from a Belarusian studio that could not bring a trailer because, hey, there's a fucking war going on, and Belarus is, you know, just, you know, letting the Russians pass through their country while they invade Ukraine. Um, Yep. Yeah. Uh, Then there's American Arcadia, which, yeah... That game looks goofy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, it, overall, I was like, what is this? But it, it could be cool. Yeah, that, this write-up says Truman Show inspired and very much that. Yeah, Definitely agree with that. It looks goofy. Yeah. The internet got trolled not once but twice. Um, Goat Simulator 3. No, there is not a Goat Simulator 2. But they did their trailer, and they uh, they kind of made people think it was Dead Island 2 there for a second. Um, 
Yeah. Dude, uh, no lie. I straight up thought it was Dead Island, too. I'm like, oh. Like, in the way uh, Jeff, is, you know, what he said before um, the trailer played, I'm like, oh, my God, here it is. Plus, there was rumors that Dead Island 2 is coming back. Um, so, I, I they, they got me. I'll, I'll be totally honest with you. Yeah, but it's Goat Simulator 3. <laughs> yeah, which I love because... <laughs> Just there give, is no just Goat Simulator two. Like, yeah. What do number numbers don't mean shit? Nope. Nope. Yeah. No. I, I love that. I love that. We got a CGI trailer of Midnight Suns, this XCOM like Marvel game. Um, still no gameplay. I don't want it. Like, I'm not going to get ahead of myself here. Yeah. Spider-Man is going to be in it, Venom. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, got to see gameplay. Uh, got another trailer for uh, Cuphead's DLC, The Delicious Last Course. I feel like we've known about this forever now. Um, it's coming out June 30th. Very nice. Uh, I just wish I was good at Cuphead. Mm-hmm. Like, I really loved it when I played it, but I'm like, I'm just so bad at it that it just... Defeats me. Go watch a Let's Play. Makes me sad. Just go watch I a know. Let's Play. I watched. <laughs> I watched some of the late game bosses. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, uh, next game, Neon White's coming out next week, June 16th. It's kind of like a, it's a card based action game, runner. It yeah, it's it's kind of neat. Uh, there's yeah. Midnight Flight Express. Uh, I don't even know what this is. It looks it like, like a action. brawler. Yeah, a little yeah. brawler action. It seemed game. neat. Yeah, August twenty third. Yeah. Uh, there's War. It, Tyler, this is the year. Let's get into Warframe. <laughs> Man. <laughs> um, <sighs> they revealed <laughs> that. Uh, at Tenocon this year, they're going to focus on the Duviri Paradox, which I know you know what it is, so we're not going to talk about that. Um, but they Absolutely. put out a trailer. Um, yeah, we're, we're super stoked for more Warframe, right? That game that we play together all the time. Oh, dude, we're there every fucking night. Uh, all right. The next game is Honkai Star Rail. Uh, it's a turn pa- turn-based RPG from the makers of Genshin Impact. It's got that anime style. It's turn-based. I'm I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> There's a space train, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> for for those that are in, in it, I'm into it. I'm sure this is going to be good. I like space and I like trains. So yeah. They're also putting yeah. out Zenless Zone Zero, which is a roguelite uh, game. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty neat. I like anime games. <laughs> I like yeah. anime. I like <laughs> video games. Let's fucking go. Just... Not gonna lie. From Warframe through, eh, let's say the next five or six even more things, I just zoned the fuck out. Fine. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> this then stuff I, is not for me. You know what? But, then I'm just yeah. going to skim over some of this stuff because, uh, hey, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, it's a six-player game, but the turtles are for old people. Turtles are overrated. 
nostalgia's got the old people making us think turtles are important. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them turtles. Uh, There's a game called Super People. I think I talked about it briefly. It's a PUBG-like, except you have superpowers. Um, Humankind is adding a DLC. uh, Latin America DLC pack, which is pretty cool for, you know, representation. We don't normally get a lot of... uh, a lot of stuff like this. Uh, there's also One Piece Odyssey, which, you know, One Piece has been going on forever. If you don't know what One Piece is, don't even bother. You're too late. Dude, I learned, isn't there, is there seriously like a thousand episodes of One Piece? Yes. Oh my god. Yes. How do you, I, I just don't even understand how you keep a story going for that long. <laughs> Well, maybe you should just That's start at episode one and, you know, get back to me in a few years. Yeah, maybe maybe I should. Maybe Watch I should. an episode a day and you might be done by the time you're, I don't know, 40? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Atlas is putting out Soul Hackers 2, which is, a, which is an SMT-adjacent game. Um, they showed off the English cast. If you're playing any of the SMT games... Whether it be Persona, SMT, uh, Soul Hackers, or uh, what, what, what's the other one? Tokyo Mirage Sessions. If you're playing any of those with English voice acting, you're doing it wrong. Play it in Japanese with subtitles, you uncultured filth. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. Uh, there's a new Capcom Arcade Stadium coming out July 22nd. A lot of old Capcom games. Uh, and then there's the, Tyler. Here, here is the shooter for you, Metal Hellsinger. It's a rhythm-based heavy metal first-person shooter. Yeah, and I like a lot of the the uh, vocalists they got for this game. There's a lot of bands. I listen to pretty much all of these bands <laughs> that's in this game. Yeah, it seems like it seems neat. I honestly might check it out. We'll see. Uh, one that I know. Hey, wait, hold on. This is probably next on your list. The Quarry. Uh, this is, what, Supergiant? Yep. Their next game that isn't attached to the Dark Pictures anthology? Yes. Uh, it's So it's not attached to the Dark Pictures because uh, they were making it exclusively for Stadia yeah. before Stadia gave up. Yeah, how Stadia uh, do? Oh. <laughs> seriously. Uh so yeah, uh, this this game does look cool. I might I might check it out. We'll see. I'll, I'll still say, even with the recent news, I still think Giant Bomb's still doing better than Stadia. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred um, percent. But yeah, I mean, I thought this trailer was funny as hell. I thought this was a very funny trailer. I think mm-hmm. this is really cool. Yeah. Honestly, this game has me way more interested in it than any of the recent Dark Pictures games. Uh, we got a look at a, uh, survival kind of game, uh, Nightingale. It's a first-person shooter where you're building stuff up, and yeah, it's kind of a survival game. Yeah, once, once you say survival game, I'm out. Yeah, you're out. Um, there's a demo for the Saints Row character creator. It's actually out right now if you want to go check that out, create a character. I've seen some pretty cool characters created out there. I've seen Harry Dubois from, uh, Disco Elysium. Uh, oh, I've seen Shaggy from Scooby-Doo created in Saints Row. (laughs) 
seems like a pretty good character creator. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Tyler. I Every time one of these comes out, I feel like I ask, but no one ever is interested. But we have to play a Warhammer game. Warhammer Dark Tide. Yeah. It is the it is kind of like Vermintide but it's in their 40k universe which is their space sci-fi universe. It's coming out September 13th. It's Warhammer Left for Dead. We need we need to get into one of these because I feel like they yeah. they're consistently good but I just never have a group of friends to play with. It's also on Game Pass. Launching on Game Pass, I believe. Uh I am totally down for this. Good. Like, yeah, let's let's fucking do it. This game looked fucking awesome. This is one of the highlights for me. Good. Uh, yeah, I've never played a Warhammer game at all, but but this looks cool for sure. I'm I'm down. Let's do it. So, Bloober Team is also making a game that isn't Silent Hill. They've so they've made Layers of Fear. They've made Layers of Fear too. Their third game, they're deciding to title Layers of Fears. <laughs> Are they just bad? Is Blooper Team just bad? <laughs> I'll be totally honest with you. I'm so fucking sick of this team. I've never played any of their games, but they are always talked about constantly. They are always hyped up, probably because of their maybe connection to Silent Hill. We still don't know yet. Um... I'm just, yeah, I'm just tired of But yeah, Layers of Fears is just a bad fucking name for your third game. Uh, maybe your second. I don't, like you could name that, but no, not your third. That's just dumb. Unreal Engine 5, though, that's cool. But, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm I, I feel like their popularity stems from, hey, Twitch really popped off when they put out Layers of Fear. And Layers of Fear was like, hey, we get all these Twitch streamers to do some jump scares, and that's what audiences like at this moment. And I feel like that's where they, where, where Blooper Team actually kicked off and became a thing, um, which they've never really right. followed up in any meaningful way. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, we got a trailer for Gotham Knights. Um, I mean... Is that game supposed to come out this year? Yeah, October 25th. Yeah, I mean... This isn't even a gameplay trailer. This is some CGI shit. Yeah. This, I, I feel like they should be showing us more for a game that's coming out in October. Yeah, I would agree with you. Like, what are um, we actually doing here? What is the point yeah. of this game? <laughs> Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'm I'm interested in this game, but I I'm also I'm a little worried about it. I just feel like we haven't seen too much of it. Still time, but it makes me feel like this game is probably going to be coming in real hot yeah. when it launches. Yeah, I mean, this game got delayed for a year. I mean, they didn't give it a hard date, but they were. They originally, when they announced it, said fall 2021, and then pushed it to uh, October this year. So, yeah, I still feel like it's going to be coming in pretty hot, but hopefully not. We'll see. All right, the last thing was a thing that leaked already. Um, they're 
They're remaking <laughs> The Last of Us Part 1 for PS5. Um, so Jeff Keighley decided to bring out Neil Druckmann, who was totally not mad at all about the leak multiple times <laughs> said he wasn't mad at all about the leak i think he was i think he was mad i think he was mad <laughs> uh, dude the the thing literally leaked just hours before i mean let let me back up a little bit obviously we got that report you know months and months ago of this happening but the actual box art and everything leaked hours before and really, I feel like made this show end on just a total wet fart. Um, well, the not total that wet. I'm not okay. Interested in this, okay. But... Okay. So the total yeah. wet fart wasn't just that. It was that fucking Jeff Keighley decided to have a 15 minute interview with Neil Druckmann, Troy Baker, and Ashley Johnson to end the show. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like <laughs> it did drag on for a long time. I was yes. Like, you're absolutely. all still talking. Is there anything left in the show? No, there isn't. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's one of those things, too, of, like, you're ending on a game that is being remade that isn't even 10 years old that no one asked for a remake of. And this is coming from someone that's totally going to buy it and play it. Okay. All right, Tyler, I have to push With back this. here. Anyone paying 70 fucking dollars to that, play The Last true. of Us again is a fucking mark. True. And if you yeah, out I, there know someone like that, you should make fun of them. I totally forgot that I did see that it was $70, and my jaw literally dropped when I saw that. I was like, um, what? Like, I, there was a rumor that maybe uh, their multiplayer mode, Factions, was going to launch with this. Uh, and that's not happening, obviously, at all. That could maybe justify $70, maybe. But, yeah, I, I don't agree with that price point. When I say I'm going to buy it, I'm not. I might not buy it day one. Uh, maybe wait for it to be on sale or something. But if you, I'm going to play if you it. Buy this at full sure. price. I'm going to make fun of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am going to heckle you forever. Well, <laughs> it's a thing of like, <laughs> I. It's just like I just don't know why they're remaking this game. They're remaking it because of this HBO show, but. Man, the game, like I said, it's not even 10 years old. The Last of Us uh, Remastered on PS4 still looks fantastic. And don't get me wrong, what they showed off, the graphics comparisons, this game looks really good. Character models look excellent. The environments, the way they redid them, look really good. Um, But it's just, I don't know, it's just weird. Like, what are we going to fucking remake all the Uncharted games next? Like, why? Why are we doing this? Maybe Naughty Dog's just, maybe, maybe. I'm not saying Naughty Dog. Maybe Neil Druckmann's run out of ideas. Because think of what <laughs> what else could Naughty Dog be doing in, instead of this? This thing that we don't need. Like, that seems like a lot of work for something that we don't need. Yeah, I mean, th- that report from Jason Schreier said that a smaller team within Sony started this and then Naughty Dog took it over. But, yeah, I mean, Naughty Dog's obviously probably working on something new, and I guess to also go along with this of they confirmed in a way of yes, their, they're making their multiplayer multi- game. <laughs> yeah, which I'm surprised. I'm just kind of surprised that we haven't seen more of because they were developing this game along with 
part two decided to break it off because it was getting too uh, big and they just wanted to focus on the main game. Um, but now they're saying this this thing's its own own game. It has its own story. All that's fine. I'm just kind of shocked that we didn't see more than just the concept art that they showed off. Yes. Uh, I'm really curious what it's going to be, though. I, I really am curious. Tyler, I just think it's very funny that uh, his comment about the multiplayer was, it's big. <laughs> <laughs> it's really big. Mm-hmm. Great. I mean, do you that's, think... That's, that's really a creative direction right there. Big. <laughs> <laughs> well... Obviously, it's gotten out of control in terms of what they probably thought it was going to be. That's why it's its own thing. And I'm really just curious overall how many resources are on this project. Um, you know, is this taking up the whole studio? Like, is this the next project from from Naughty Dog? Um, yeah, I imagine they're working on new stuff. But, uh, yeah. Do you think it's going to be a battle royale of some sort? I couldn't Some fucking sort of tell you, live man. Service, I don't fucking know. Sort of thing. I feel like it could could be could be cool. And I don't. Yeah, I don't know. If it is, if it's a fucking battle royale, like, come on, like, how late to the party are you going to be on that? <laughs> like, are yeah. we even going to be playing battle royales by the time that game comes out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, new ones. Are hard to launch for sure. Yeah. We'll see. I, I imagine, you know, I imagine this is going to be one of Sony's live service games that, you know, there are 10 live service games or whatever that they're hoping to launch. Um, I really enjoyed The Last of Us Factions multiplayer when it first launched. It was very well done, very cool. So, whatever they do next, I'm, I'm interested for sure with it. I'm curious too. Well, I doubt it, but will it be free to play at all? Like Ghost of Tsushima Legends? No fucking way. If they're yeah. charging seventy dollars for The Last of Us Part <laughs> One, yeah, true. No, like okay, if you're going to charge seventy dollars for a remake of Last of Us Part One, at least fucking throw in Part Two with it, and say you get a remake of the first game plus the second game and the Left Behind DLC for seventy bucks. Oh, you don't—that's not a bad value at all. You don't think that's a um, lot of game, man? If they don't put the last, if they don't put the left behind stuff in this remake, they've super. Oh no, I think, I think they are. That trailer had scenes from Left Behind, so I I think they are. But yeah, if they didn't, that would be awful. But yeah, I I just feel like combining those two games, especially because they're renaming this to Part One, so combining them in a package for seventy dollars makes sense. You don't really need to do much to The Last of Us Part 2 from a visual or gameplay standpoint because it looks really fucking good. It looks better than some PS5 games, so. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> kind of a weird thing to end on. The, the one last thing I'll say about Summer Game Fest. I thought that God of War Ragnarok was a fucking lock for this show. It was the only thing that I thought was like, that is definitely happening. Keely don't have the I, pool that you think he does. Maybe, but I also feel like God of War Ragnarok is not coming out this year now. I'm starting to lean that way. I was pretty confident that it's coming out this year, but not anymore, man. Mm. I mean, we're in June, and 
if they haven't really given us details. I guess there's there's still time, but man. Yeah. I just thought that was going to happen. Okay. Well. Let's uh, go on to the show that I thought was better because the games looked more interesting and fun and funny, and I liked that. Uh, Day of the Devs. Um, it's a show that's been going on for a while now. It's always had some cool, interesting stuff. So let's go. Let's run down some of the games that were there. Um, the first thing they showed uh, was uh, Time Flies. It's it's a game where you play as a fly and uh, you see what you can do before you die. <laughs> It's kind of a <laughs> kind of cool. a run based game where there's certain like cool little objectives you can do. Uh yeah. Looks pretty neat. Uh then there was a uh game called Planet of Lana, a two D side scrolling game, uh where you have a little magical buddy. Uh I like two D side scrolling games with little magical buddies. <laughs> um Yeah. That looked yeah. cool. Tyler, there's a horror game that you have to play called Choo Choo Charles. <laughs> it's about a spider train clown. <laughs> um, you don't have to play this, but it, I thought it looked pretty um, cool. Yeah, I'm all right. I mean, <laughs> this looks interesting, but I think I think I'm good. Yeah, you go around this island on an armored train trying to repair it um, to fight off Choo Choo Charles. Um, and then there are cultists on the island that want to feed you to him. Oh. Wow. Interesting. Uh, if you like escape rooms, there's Escape Academy, uh, which, yeah, it's just a bunch of escape rooms. Um, there was an... Oh, Tyler. I've wishlisted a couple of these games. This is one of the ones that I've wishlisted. A little to the left. It's a game where you're organizing your house, but your asshole cat keeps knocking shit around. (laughs) It's great. Oh, man. No, that sounds fucking great, because that is is true to life. Uh, Yeah. Uh, There's Bear and Breakfast, a game where you play as a bear and you're running a bed and breakfast. (laughs) awesome it is what it sounds like <laughs> that is that is awesome um there's animal well uh it's kind of it's it's, it's uh, this game was weird to look at i didn't know exactly what i was looking at like it kind of looks like a metroidvania there's a lot of cool puzzles and stuff yeah i don't know this was this one was one that kind of lost me um there's, oh god, if you want to talk about environmental depression and shit, uh, there's Naid, Naid, I don't know how to say this game's name, uh, but you're swimming around rivers and, you know, coming up against, you know, pollution from humans, and, you know, it's, yeah. Yay. Mm-hmm. Not depressing at all. Nope, nope, not a single bit depressing. Uh, there's another crafting survival-like game, uh, called Roots of Pacha. Uh, yeah, you start in the caveman area, era, and you 
start a village. It's it looks kind of Stardew like in a lot of places. Uh, and then uh, the creators of Monument Valley have a new game coming mm-hmm. called Desta: The Memories Between. There's some high concept shit in here that I can't really explain. <laughs> um, but it's it's a uh, coming out on Switch actually. It's 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 being built as multi-platform. So I wonder if this will also be on phones because I, Monument Valley was pretty cool. Yeah, wasn't that a mobile game? It's first, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh. There's a game where you play as a shadow that jumps between shadows. It's called Shim. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like takes you back to the days where you were a kid and you just made up shit like, "Hey, I'm only gonna jump. I'm only gonna step on shadows." Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm only gonna step inside the square tiles. Yeah. I can't step on the crack. Yeah, but it's kind of a game that revolves around that. Uh, you're returning shadows to their objects that they belong to. It's, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, they had a couple of uh, couple of Japanese indie games. There's Fox and Frog Travelers, the demon of Ar- Adashino Island. Um, yeah, Frog. Uh, and then there's a... Uh, Tyler, get ready for some more depression. Goodbye, world! It's a it's a mother inspired RPG. It's yeah, yeah. It's about like it's about a, a game developer who quit their job and doesn't know what the hell they're doing with their life. <laughs> um, and then Tyler, my game of my game of the shows of, of I, both shows. It's called Birth. Um. It's about moving to a new city, living alone, um, creating a companion out of bones and organs. Uh, It's a point-and-click puzzle game, um, and it has a really cool art style. I think, yeah, I think this game is really fucking neat. Um, Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this seems like an interesting uh, concept. Yeah. And then... uh, this game called How to Say Goodbye. And I'll just read this description. The player character has died and is struggling to accept their death. It's a puzzle game. But yeah. You know. Just some lighthearted shit here. And lastly, we've got uh, Little Nemo and the Guardians of Slubber- Slumberland. Um, I, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, this looks neat. <laughs> Never played Little Nemo from the NES, but this looks cool. Yeah. But yeah, I I I liked a lot of what I saw on the uh, Day of the Dev stuff here. I I'm looking forward to. Uh, I guess the three that I'm looking forward to: a Little to the Left, Baron Breakfast, and uh, Birth. Those are those are the three that I'm super looking forward to. Yeah, definitely a lot more. Uh, variety and interesting ideas in this showcase rather than I'm, your six survival horror games. You know, I'm not 100% certain where uh, all these games come from, but I don't think any of these take place in space. No, it doesn't sound like it. Huh. That's interesting. 
I guess, yeah. mm, you know, you know what happened on Day of the De- or not Day of the Devs on a uh, Summer Game Fest is that everyone saw, hey, uh, the space game, the big space game that was supposed to come out this year, Starfield, isn't coming out. Let's hurry and get our games out there. Yeah. That Basically. might not, that might not be what happened, but that's what it felt like happened. Uh, and then Devolver had their thing. There's only a couple of games actually in here because Devolver does weird shows, and I don't know. I feel like they did their first one, and then like it kind of got old. Yeah, but I, I do like what they called this of countdown to marketing. Yeah, because that's all this shit is. <laughs> but dude, this first game looks fucking awesome. Anger I foot. Really want to play this? Yes. This looks fucking sick. It's like a first-person shooter, but you use your feet to kick some ass. You do get some guns, but you're just kicking dudes, shooting them in the face. God. Fuck yeah. I'm down. God. They just, like, they just show feet. That's that's what they they're do. doing. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. That looks, Hell yeah. That looks cool. Uh, they've also got the Plucky Squire is a beautiful... Yeah, pluck the Plucky Squire. Uh yeah, it's a yeah storybook kind of game. Kind of yeah. gives me a little bit of Paper Mario vibes. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, and then Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> Games about cults. Yeah, this is too cute. They can't make a game about can't... cults that's this cute. Yeah, you get a, a cult of demonic animals to do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> oh man, why not? Yeah, it's, it's it's it reminds me of like something that a show on like fucking Cartoon Network or something with its art style. Yeah. Oh god. Okay, I it's can't watch any more of that. That's <laughs> that's sin. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then there's it looks interesting. Yeah, and then there's yeah. a skate story. Um, we've seen it a couple times. It's it's a it's a game that's still being made. Apparently, it's going to come out next year. All right, but it's you know it's about skateboarding, doing some skate tricks. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's video games. That's. I mean, there's still, like, the PC game show that's going to come up. There's a Microsoft's show. There's a, I don't know. IGN is Annapurna. doing something. Annapurna. There's what? Yep. IGN's doing something tomorrow. Yeah. I doubt there's going to be anything super big in it, but, uh, yeah, what else? The Freedom Game Showcase. There's an Outriders show. There's... The Future Game Show, a NetEase Show, um, Gorilla Collective. Yeah, we talked about that one. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, wait, there's there's another show that I'm forgetting about. Um, oh man, the Tribeca Show. Yes. Yeah, it's gonna have a couple things there. But yeah, I mean, we'll probably wrap all that up uh, next time we're doing the show. Uh, what what did you think, man? I thought it was okay. Uh, like, don't get me wrong, there's some games I'm interested in, but uh, yeah, just nothing super duper exciting. I think also uh, 
the PlayStation State of Play took some wind out of the Summer Game Fest as well, with revealing like Street Fighter Six and um, a couple other things. So, honestly, State of Play is the only thing I thought was like really good so far this reveal season, you could say. Uh, I just thought that was a nice and tight 30-minute show that had some cool stuff, and this one was was fine. All right. Summer Games Fest was fine. It seems like there's some, some interesting indie games, for sure, out of that day, the devs and Devolver. Mm. So I'm really curious what Xbox and Bethesda will have. Yeah. I really I, hope they have they, some stuff. They have to have something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Alrighty. Yes. Well, I think that's going to do it for the show this week. Um, we'll get back to y'all uh, next time and go over the rest of the things that are announced. And uh, hopefully there's hopefully there's some good stuff in there because you know it's really looking like this year I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna end up playing probably some stuff that I wouldn't have normally played because I don't know maybe that, that's not a bad thing, but like. It is indicative of, hey, uh, not all the things that I've wanted to be out are coming out. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the the fall calendar is filling out a little bit more. Don't get me wrong. There's some things I'm interested in, but uh, I, I also don't think overall it's a bad thing. Like, I kind of need it in a way to get caught up on some games still from last year that I want to play and older stuff. I'm... I don't know, I'm kind of looking forward to a much lighter rest of the year. And hey, you know, maybe making games is really fucking hard, especially when pretty much all the games that are here or would have been here, you know, yeah, got fucking slammed. <laughs> right, yeah. And, and like, not fucking knock on wood, but like next year's looking like it's going to be fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, video games are still happening. We just got to wait a little bit, and that's that's okay. Plenty of things to play. Alrighty. Well, that is going to do it for us. I need to get to bed. Uh, but before I can do that, we've got to close out this show. So I'll tell you all the same things I always tell you. Rate and review us on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Send us uh, messages, questions, whatever the fuck you need to uh, via email at playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at psreportpodcast. Uh, you can find me at the Arctic Fall. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel. I plugged on vids. And until next time, be good to each other, play your video games, and I'll see you in Baku.